0: Welcome to Creativity and Soul with Jade. I'm your host, Jade Chung, and I'm an art therapist, intuitive healer, and integrative trauma coach. I help women heal their mind, body, and soul so that they can expand into a creatively led life that feels embodied, expressive, and authentic. In this podcast, we are exploring all of the different ways, avenues, opportunities, and concepts that are going to help you embark on your journey into becoming the truest version of yourself. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have a beautiful episode planned for you. Um, I want to get a little bit more personal today. I feel like I've been sharing a lot of like educational information on trauma, and the body and somatics and everything like that. And that's such a foundational piece of what I do. But, you know, the name of this podcast, I haven't forgotten is Creativity and Soul with Jade. And so I kind of want to bring it back to that. And I had the idea today to talk about my experience with how i alchemized i mean you can see in the title how i how i alchemized a very difficult the pain and the emotion that i felt during a very difficult time in my life into creativity and how that actually led to my spiritual awakening um and i all want to give you i want to give you um some ideas as to the process of how you can really start to alchemize pain, alchemize emotion into creativity for yourself as well. But yeah, let's start with the personal. Let's start with how I learned to do this. So, you know, I grew up, I grew up doing a lot of art, making a lot of art. I was always an artsy girl in school. I, you know, I was like a, essentially like an art major in high school. And so I always loved color. I always loved just making and using art. But I had never actually experienced what it meant to be very personally invested, emotionally invested in my art making. Um, I was just making art because I felt it felt good because it, I felt intuitively called to, but it was never emotionally charged with the art that I made when I was young whether that be you know art in the sense of like visual art or whether that be um like fiction stories that I used to write before when I was younger I used to write a lot of like um like baby fiction novels which is quite cute to think back on um and maybe I should dig that out that'd be funny but it was never personal really um it was never deeply personal and so I think because of that, for a long time, I actually, you know, from college onwards, I kind of dropped out of my habit and rituals around making art in any way, really. I kind of just dropped out of my creative practices entirely, um, even though I was technically working at an art gallery. So I was looking at art all day, but I just, I wasn't making it, I wasn't inspired, I felt no call to create. But. When I experienced a heartbreak, (laughs) and let me just go a little deeper into this, Um, how much do I share? (laughs) At the beginning of COVID, I would say, was this the beginning of COVID? I think so. Um, In Hong Kong, I was single and I started dating and I met someone and that relationship only lasted i would say three four months but it was a relationship that was deeply impactful for me and now that i um now that i am very embodied in my spirituality i now understand what that relationship was for me and you know without going into it too much it was a twin flame relationship and so it was a big big life-changing activator for me and so when that relationship ended, the heartbreak that I experienced was on a whole other level. It was entirely soul-shattering for me, I would say. And I felt like I broke in a way that I didn't even break when I broke up with my you know, um, boyfriend previously, prior to that, of three years. I mean, there's no comparison that needs to be made here, but I'm just trying to, trying to point out that it was, it was just a whole other level of heartbreak that I could not understand. <laughs> and it was a time where I just had, I felt like I had no choice. It was so dark emotionally that I had no choice, but to just deepen into, into the experience of my emotion. I was just, if it felt like I, it wasn't something that I could bypass, it wasn't something that I could push away and I just had to lean into it. That was the only option. And so what I really did at this time is, like I said, I just allowed myself to feel. I allowed myself to completely collapse around my experience. And collapse sounds like a really negative word. But here I really mean it in the sense of I just allowed myself to surrender to it. And in that surrender, I ended up finding just, just naturally, intuitively, feeling a lot of creative inspiration. Right? You've We've all heard that cliche of like, um, you know, you, people write songs when they're heartbroken, right? And people make art when they're heartbroken. And to a degree, it is very, very true. And that's kind of like the story that I'm telling you right? Um, The truth of the story that I'm telling you. I started just like bubbling up with a need to express myself in creative ways. And so I started actually painting again. Um, I started just drawing again. I started just like playing around with colors again, but that didn't actually feel quite enough. It didn't feel like it was fully encapsulating what I needed to express and so I started writing um and the writing turned into poetry and this was poetry that I was quite literally channeling without realizing that I was channeling at that time and it is it is really wild to think back like recently I actually looked back on the poetry that I wrote during this time and so a lot of the imagery and a lot of just the content that was coming through was from spirit. And it was, um, you know, there were a lot of references and motifs that I, that are essentially, you know, that, that I now understand are messages from my spirit guides. <laughs> and are, you know, messages from certain, like, ascended masters and, and all of this stuff. We don't need to get into that. That might be very woo-woo for some. (laughs) But when I started to allow my creativity to flow through the pain, through the darkness at this time, it was truly, truly the most profound experience of my life. It was, thinking back on it, it was both soul shattering, but also entirely like it was a soul discovery. It was like me seeing myself for the first time, me being in my power, being in my creativity, having so much to say, having so much truth to give to the world and so much wisdom that wanted to channel through me, so much healing that that allowed me to do. It was so tremendous. (laughs) I don't even really have words to to put to this period of time and i would say that i wrote poetry like every day um for about for about like three four four three months three four months um until i came to a point where i felt like i no longer needed it in that same like like heart-wrenching sense um you know what i'll also add here is that at this time I actually started an Instagram account. And this was way before I, this is way before I started, you know, the account that you know me by, your piece art. Um, I started an anonymous poetry account, which I will not disclose the name of, but I would share my poetry there. And that's actually where I started to really understand also the importance of community and of sharing and of how beautiful the online space actually can be in connecting hearts and souls together. Um, And that's actually what really inspired me to, to, you know, as I became an art therapist, create an Instagram account and to share processes there and to share my thoughts there. It all actually stemmed from this period of time where I was writing poetry and just felt such a large, strong call to share my poetry with the world, even anonymously. And so, it was big, it was big. And in art therapy and psychotherapy and you know, the realm of those disciplines, what I'm talking about, creative expression, really is I mean, they call it externalization, right? It's it's a concept called externalization, which essentially, you know, is what it sounds like, which is that we are externalizing something that is internal so that, you know, when you can see it outside of you, um, you can then observe what that emotion, what that piece and part of you is, and it's not just like stored within you, right? but energetically like what is really happening when you feel pain when you feel emotion and you can lean into it and you allow for that emotion to move through your body and then express in creativity and creative energy what, what what's actually happening is that right you feel emotion you store emotion in your nervous system and it starts at your root chakra Right, and your root chakra is associated with survival. It's associated with security. And when you can open up your root chakra to express the energy upwards, because all energy is, is all energy runs through the energy centers that we call the chakra system, um, all the way from like we're talking about a root chakra, but you know, I'll explain how it goes up all the way to your crown. It starts at your root. And then your sacral chakra, your second one, which is where, um, which is where, how would I phrase it? It's kind of where your womb space is, if you're a woman. It's kind of where your pelvis is. Your sacral chakra is your energy center of creativity and of um, sensuality as well, of feeling. And so, the energy that moves from your root up to your sacral it gets regenerated there into creativity right into expression and then as this energy moves up right this is your channel it moves up your channel it finds a level of will and passion and determination in your solar plexus and then that continues to rise up and that's your heart chakra next and that energy that large rush impulse of energy that you feel with emotion when it goes up to your heart chakra it can crack you open right sometimes having your heart cracked open can feel scary it can feel hard (laughs) but it's also one of the most i mean you know the word heart opening like it can it can feel like the most beautiful thing. It is the most profound beautiful like self-embracing thing to be able to just openly allow for your heart chakra to to move with energy. And then, you know, pass your heart chakra as it goes up, it finds your throat chakra and that is where you express and that is when that energy wants to move through your body into the external world Um, and you know you can move it through art making you can move it through sculpting you can move it through dancing you can move it through singing right you can move it through poetry like I did you can move it through prose writing you can move it through simply just like moving your body if you don't even want to call it dancing like, these are just different ways of, these are different ways of creativity, different ways of art. And I don't want you to be super, um, you know, if you're listening to this and you're not, and you don't identify as someone who is, quote unquote, really, quote unquote, artistic or creative. I don't want you to be bound by the, um, the, the idea that, like, creativity has to be art making, right? Know that creativity is simply just expression, right? It is creation, it is the state of creation. And so allowing that expression to just move through your throat, like into the world, through your body, that allows you to open up your channel entirely. You release so much of that stuff, of that emotion that's was that that's been held in your body, that's been held in your nervous system. And it also, you know, as as you clear out that channel, right, from your root all the way to your throat, and this is like the length of your whole torso as that opens up you also allow for your third eye and your crown to activate right because you're opening up space and so the space also rises up to your third eye and your crown and your third eye is your intuition and your third eye is yeah your third eye is is what allows you to see different perspectives um to really connect with spirit and then of course your crown chakra is related to um your direct connection to You could say higher consciousness or spirit, whatever you want to say. And so it completely makes sense and checks out now that I, you know, reflect back on this experience where I was really just feeling into my emotion, allowing my emotion to move through. And that connected me to spirit. That connected me to my third eye that opened up my channel (laughs) Um, and after that experience is when I started to meditate more and more. But I would say that, um, how would I phrase this? I from, from that heartbreak and from that period of alchemization, I felt a lot closer and more connected to myself than I had ever been in my life. And I felt like my perspective of the world and how I loved and how I gave compassion and how i forgave completely changed i just felt a lot more love in myself and you know thinking back now i realize that that was in many ways a connection to spirit um that was a connection to the love that exists in our universe and that is available to all of us but i would actually say that um my spiritual awakening proper spiritual awakening when i actually started to begin to make to to really use the word spirit and spirituality and and be able to you know like channel the akashic records and um, work with energy was later on but this was this experience really was the kickstarter you could say or the um the beginning of me really connecting with who I was, all of my parts, and what was bigger than me. Just hopping in here to let you guys know a big announcement that I have just done a massive revamp and upgrade to my one-on-one containers. So if you are looking to work with me one-on-one to heal your trauma um, in an integrative way to have access to all of my modalities in a personal one-on-one coaching container where i not only act as your therapist and your healer but i am also your mentor there are two options for you So the first one is one-on-one mentorship where I can work with you three months, six months, or over the course of 12 months. And this is my highest level, highest touchpoint healing space where you get access to all of my beautiful modalities and you get access to all of my programs during the duration of your time with me in this container. There are bi-weekly live calls throughout your three, six, or 12 months, and this is truly, truly the space for any woman, any individual who is ready, so ready to do the deep healing work, who is ready to commit to herself, to ready to invest in herself, and This is for the woman and the soul who knows that the safer she is held in a long-term container, the deeper she can go. And from there, the higher she can soar. On the other hand, if you are looking for more of a shorter investment, I am going to be offering one-on-one intensives. And this is a one-month immersive container with me where you get two live trauma healing calls, Um, along with one Akashic reading. And of course, with all of these containers that I mentioned, you get live boxer coaching support from me Monday to Friday for the whole length of your time with me. The intensive is perfect for anyone who has a single issue or a single block or area of their life that they want to heal and work on and through the month we will really hone into that one thing and really really repair it from the dimensions of mind body and soul really really from the root so those are the containers if you are feeling drawn to one-on-one with me this is your sign. There are so many options now available to you and you get to shop around and pick and choose. If you have any questions at all about one-on-one, please DM me on Instagram or send me an email. And yeah, I'm so excited to work with you and to hold the space for you. And so it's a really, really powerful thing to be able to feel into your pain to be able to alchemize your pain into expression and it's something that we all are intuitively that that we all intuitively need to do that we all actually biologically I would say physiologically we all want to do there's a reason why you know we when we feel angry we want to shout or when we Um, feel deep grief we want to wail and cry that's all just expression right it's an expression of emotion but because so many of us have been conditioned to fear feeling challenging emotions and so many of us have also experienced trauma that makes us feel very defensive and and makes us fear um, having to relive more pain a lot of us suppress these challenging emotions, these big emotions that actually have so much potential to them and have so much wisdom and teaching to them, so you know I wanna just give you a a, a rundown, I suppose, a little just framework of you know how you can start to practice alchemizing any kind of emotion, not just pain, also like high frequency emotions as well, like happiness, like excitement, like um, joy, passion, any kind of emotion, how you can alchemize that into expression, right? First of all, first thing is to quite simply... Allow yourself to feel into the emotion and just witness what the emotions have to say in your body, right? And emotions are expressed and signaled to you through felt sensation, right? And so we've talked a lot about emotions in this podcast. If you want to really um, get a deep dive into what emotions are, you can check out the episode that I have here that is called, I think, Emotions 101, But emotions have a lot of information for us, right? And emotions are conveyed through, you know, the pit in our stomach or the bubbling feeling of laughter in our throat or, you know, the tension that we feel in our neck or the hole we feel in our heart. That's how emotions express physically, actually. And, you know, our label of what an emotion is, is based off of those physical sensations, right your body is the vessel of expression it's how we physically contain process and move emotion at all times right it is just the vessel within which we exist and so It takes bravery especially when it comes to more painful emotions and more challenging emotions but when you feel an emotion can you sit with it can you notice its texture its color its depth right the way it the way like the way it sits in your body the way the way it moves Really tuning into it and not being scared of it and just knowing knowing that emotions are just temporary. All emotions are experiences and processes that our bodies hold and that go through us, but they're never permanent. Emotions are never permanent, right? They are simply just information, energy that we are meant to hold and understand and process. And so can you allow emotion knowing that To do what it needs to do. To do what it knows to do. Which is to move through the body. Right. The more you can deepen into the witnessing of your emotion. The pure, non-judgmental witnessing and holding of the emotions inside of you. Allowing yourself to cry if you need to. Allowing yourself to rage if you need to. And doing that in a safe space. Doing that with compassion. The more you can witness, the more you allow for emotions to literally flow through you and flow through your channel. And if when, when energy, which is emotions are simply just energy, so when energy flows through your channel, it opens up your channel. And your channel is what allows you to connect to spirit. It's what allows you to connect to the world around you, to the universe, to your intuition. Right? So the release of emotion opens up your energetic channel. Tuning in to your intuition, tuning into your bodily sensations, asking it how it wants to move. Right? If it's a color that comes up for you as you're tuning into your intuition and you're just feeling into your body, if it's a color, can you grab your paints or your pencils or your markers or whatever and allow that color to flow through out of you can you get really detailed and deep into the nuances of that color right what are the different shades what are the textures and the the way the gradients the way it mixes how does the emotion that you feel how does that move through in a color in swirls in ripples allowing that to to express doing that through art for one example right but if it's a movement let's say if you are tuning into this emotion and you feel just a lot of movement can you allow your body to move and this is where conscious movement which is the modality that I use with my clients is so powerful because what we are really doing is just tuning into what your intuition and what your body is telling you needs to release right? That can look like a graceful dance. It can also not look like a graceful dance. It can look like crazy thumping, like a mad woman. And that's totally okay. (laughs) And, you know, if you feel words, like I did, or if you just feel energy that wants to come out as words, can you allow those words to just flow through the pen? or type or like you know the keyboard if you want to use your phone or your computer and there's no right or wrong right there's no right or wrong with expression or with creativity it is just it's it is entirely yours and every emotion we feel is a source for it is an energy source there is like i keep saying there's information there that is meant for you to learn something about yourself to see the world a little bit differently. To see yourself a bit differently. And when we can express it. Is how we can actually really witness it and hear it. <sighs> powerful, powerful, powerful. <laughs> that was like Loki channeled itself. Alright. I invite you to... Explore this for yourself, however, it feels comfortable for you. Start with a quote unquote easy emotion, right? Start with tuning into an easy emotion and really just surrendering to the expression of that. And then deepen into it. Allow this to be a way that you live life, allow expression to be a part of your life. Stop suppressing. Stop suppressing. like that's like the key to like everything that i say all the time to my clients on this podcast i'm just like stop repressing stop suppressing and just allow yourself to feel and i know it's not always as simple as allowing yourself to feel um when we have trauma there's trauma work that we need to do and that's why we do the trauma work in my world as well but when we are able to feel an adequate amount of safety in our bodies let's start to talk about how we can actually express and alchemize this is the shit this is it i'm so excited for you to explore this a little bit deeper all right so if you enjoyed this episode I invite you to please rate this podcast five stars. It really helps to support me. Um, And yeah, anyone, anybody, friends, family, loved ones you feel like would... Really benefit from everything that we talked about today. Please feel free to share it with them, to follow it, to follow it, <laughs> to forward it to them. Um, and yeah, the more we get the word out on these modalities, on these processes, on the work that I do, the more people we can help in the world, and the the the, the how do I phrase this? The faster, but also the more beautiful place the world can be for all of us. So yeah. All right. I'll see you next week.